Hey, and welcome back to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. My name is Mike Freeman, pastor at Valley Christian Fellowship in Longview, Washington. And today we devotionally travel through John chapter 5. And in John chapter 5, it begins with Jesus healing a man on the Sabbath. And this is a great controversy, right? Because you're not supposed to do anything like this according to the Jewish customs on the Sabbath. Now, Jesus technically doesn't break the Sabbath, but um, according to Jewish customs, by healing this man and this man who carries his mat, um, Jesus kind of aids and abeds this man in breaking the Sabbath. Not the, the religious, uh, or I, I should say, not God's law, but man's law. And so that's where this controversy comes from. And, and I want to jump in after uh, this man has been healed and he's been questioned. He's like, I don't know who healed me. And then, and then Jesus finds him in the crowd. And, and uh, then the man tells the Pharisees it was, it was Jesus. And I want to jump in after that. And I want to consider once again what this story is teaching us about Jesus what we see about who Jesus is and and what he is doing here to prove who he is. It's uh, it's actually rather fascinating. And so beginning in verse 15, it says, The man went away and told the Jews that it was Jesus who healed him. And this was why the Jews were persecuting Jesus, because he was doing these things on the Sabbath. But Jesus answered them, My father is working until now, and I am working. Now, Jesus here, he's saying, my father, he's not talking about his earthly father. He's talking about his heavenly father. He's talking about Yahweh, the one true God. And this is scandalous to the, to the Jewish ear. Let's continue. Uh, this is why the Jews were seeking all the more to kill him. Because not only was he breaking the Sabbath, but he was even calling God his own father, making himself equal with God. This is a scandal. Jesus is saying, I, I am the father in one. I am doing what my father wants. He, he is equating himself as with God. He, he's saying, I am divine. And this is to the Jewish person who grew up memorizing the Shema in Deuteronomy 6. Hear, O Israel, the Lord, the Lord our God is one. Their, their mind's not able to grasp what's going on here. This is a stretch for them. Verse 19, so Jesus said to them, Truly, truly, I say to you, the Son can do nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does, that the Son does likewise. Jesus is he's making it clear, I'm only doing the will of the Heavenly Father. He you have a problem with me, take it up with my dad. <laughs> you have a problem with what I'm doing, take it up with the one true God, my father. Jesus is making his equality with God very clear. And then what happens in the text is there are three witnesses, witnesses that Jesus kind of brings to the account to prove who he is. The first is John the Baptist. The second is the father through Jesus's works, Jesus's miraculous works. He connects the dots saying this is actually the father's testimony for me, the father witnessing for me that I am his son, that I am God in the flesh. And then the third, and the third is where I want to end up landing for just a moment for our consideration. The third is actually the scripture, the, the Old Testament scripture. Look at verse 37. Skip ahead. It says, And the Father who has sent me himself born witness about me. 
His voice you have never heard, his form you have never seen, and you do not have his word abiding in you, for you do not believe the one whom he has sent. Now, the Father is the witness through Jesus' works, but he says, not only not only do you not believe his his witness testimony of who I am by my works, but, but you don't have his word dwelling in you. He says, you search the scriptures. You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life and it is they that bear witness about me. Yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life. I just, uh, I, I almost get shivers as I read this text and the significance of what Jesus is saying here. Jesus is looking at these religious people, this Jewish religious people, and they search, they scour, they memorize the scriptures, the Old Testament scriptures, because they think they can find life in it. And, and in fact, there is eternal life in those pages, but the eternal life that's in those pages, are it's actually pointing to the Christ, the Messiah, the one that in that moment is standing before them, and they are judging and they are criticizing and they are condemning and they are missing the fact that their savior is standing in front of them these scriptures that bear witness about christ he says you yet you refuse to come to me that you may have life now here's what's going on here jesus heals this man and this is the third sign and remember these signs? These signs are aiming at who Jesus is. Jesus is one with the Father. This is proven. This is proven because John the Baptist, he, he was the forerunner and he is a witness for Christ in his identity as the Messiah. The, the Father is a witness for Christ in his identity because Jesus is able to accomplish the works that the Father calls him to do. And Jesus has a, an equal relationship, but, but he's submissive to the Father. He's submissive to the Father in that relationship. And then, and then even the Old Testament scriptures, they point to Jesus as the one that they are to believe in and have life. What does this what does this mean for us? What does this do for us as we want to walk the the ancient ways in our modern days? What is this for us as those who want to cast our trust and our faith upon Christ? What does this say to us? This reminds us that when we search the scriptures, when we when we read the scriptures, it is never an academic pursuit, solely an academic pursuit. When we search the scriptures, it is not us reading for our own sake, like, hey, how can I how can I read this in a sentimental way that makes me feel better about myself? We're not reading ourselves into scripture saying, How can how can I find myself and how I am a winner and how how God has great plans for me in this story? Listen, when we search the scriptures, we look at the scriptures so that we can find life in the scriptures as we find life in Christ. And the scriptures testi testify to Christ. The scriptures are the, a flashing arrow that point to Christ. The scriptures are the written word. And Jesus, John chapter 1, he is the word who became flesh. You see how these parallels meet us today? See, we read and study and memorize and love the scriptures because we want to know Christ. Christ. 
We want to believe in Christ. We want to know his love. And, and in knowing his love, we want to love him in response. And this is the point of today. This is the point of the third sign. It is to once again never get old, never let it get old. It once again cast our eyes upon Jesus, the, the crucified and risen Messiah, the one that the Old Testament scriptures point to. This is just a, a reminder that the scriptures testify to Christ and they call us to, to have faith, to trust in him and have life in him. So what does this mean you today? Does this meet you today in a way that you maybe are a an apt student of the scriptures? You're really good at your Bible reading plans and you're really good at, at progressing in your knowledge of theology. If that's you, let this meet you right now. Just bring you to your face on the ground before Christ. And remember, your study of the scripture is not about your knowledge. As, as great as it is, as helpful it is, your study of the scripture is about knowing and trusting Christ. Well, maybe this meets you at a place where you study the scriptures because you know it's the right thing to do. You read the scriptures because it's the right thing to do. Maybe you do it because your family does it every day. Maybe this is part of your routine and it's kind of easy for you to check out a little bit and, and disconnect. Here's my encouragement to you, brother or sister, is to read and study the scriptures so that you can know Christ. This is not just meant to be a data dump. This is not meant to be a knowledge memory bowl that you can compete in. This is so that you can know the living Christ and be amazed at him. Be amazed at him. You know, this is the ancient way for our modern day today to, to recognize that Christ, he is the perfect sinless son of God, the second person of the triune God. He is equal with God that when he was on earth, he, he lived a life that was in complete obedience to his heavenly father. And the father testified to this. John the Baptist testified to this and the scriptures themselves testify to this.